Hello again. Again. Catfish Kenny here with a very rare moment I need to share with all my friends in all the countries, including the good old USA. Uh, incidentally, we really don't have a, a legally signed in president yet, but the wheels are moving for the right the right president. And as Morris Gump said that, that's all I want to say about that. Before I get into the meat of this uh, podcast, which you're going to enjoy, but I want you to uh, think on it instead of just enjoy. Sit down by yourself in a dark room if you like it. Get you some coffee. Put your feet up and just listen. No other thing. No TV, no radio. Just this. It's something for you to ponder, like all human beings. I'm still waiting for a sponsor to sponsor my podcast. It's um, $4 a month, and that comes out to $48 a year. I can't get any lower than that. So just let me know, Catfish Kenny, P.O. Box 201, Hamilton, Alabama, 35570. I'll be glad to include your business name or whatever you want to say, as long as it says sponsored by your name. Let it be clean, let it be legal. I'll be glad to run it two months, three months, I don't care. I'll be glad to do it, and I appreciate you doing it. Now, what I want to talk about to you real quick, it may not be quick. Uh, Life is not a series of um, putting and pitting one class of people above another. I don't believe that's true. Although it looks that way, everything ain't as we see. Okay, let's talk in a singular sense about us. There's a situation that's been going on ever since we were in the womb nine months with our mother. Now, I'm going to travel with that with you there, those nine months, Talk about that briefly, but, you know, to set this podcast up correctly. And before I get, hello again to all the podcast listeners, not just Catfish Kenny, but all on Anchor. Anchor, uh, web, uh, Anchor Podcasting. There's only one. I, I suggest that you get aboard it. Okay. In nine months when we're born, uh, we're in total darkness. Our uh, size was nominal as we grew with our mom's nourishment. Still, for the most part, we slept, grew, enjoyed complete peace in that dark place. What peace we enjoyed. No one to bother us. Nothing to be responsible for. Or anyone except us. A lot we knew Surely at the end of nine months, it ended. And I understand why it's referred to when a mama gives birth. It's called labor. Because I don't know a woman yet that's called it. Oh, I'm, I'm having a peaceful time giving this baby. I've laid here 14 days not, not giving labor yet. Anyway, giving pleasure, I guess, will be a better sarcastic return. But no sarcasm intended to any mother. I have a deep respect for mothers and women for that matter. Your load is heavier than us men. 
always will be. I just wish men all agreed on that. Marriages will be better. All right, that's enough free advice. In the nine months, and we're already having labor. Okay, I don't know whether a baby still has its behind slapped to get all the stuff out of the system. At any rate, we are bathed, not by us, ourselves. Nurses, they're preparing us with a little blanket and a, I don't know if it's a little boggin or something, pink or blue, and a swaddling clothes blanket, firm, warm, cuddly. Then we're passed to the arms of our mother. And uh, she can't wait. She can't wait to see us. She's waited for such a long time. And our eyes are still shut. Not as a uh, slur toward mothers. But all we know to do right now is sleep. And enjoy the nourishment our mom gives us and eventually hear all the lovely compliments that uh, family and friends crowd around the bed eventually and then we get to go home where it's warm and dry still sleeping either with mama daddy until we reach that point of our eyes being open now there's where the controversy begins the minute our eyes are open it starts to calculate like a, uh, I don't know, like a eavesdropping camera. We see things even before people see things because we're infants, not adults. Big difference. Although I know some adults in my time that acted like infants, but that's another story for another time. Uh, okay. We, our eyes stay open. And then again, we uh, start another series of uh, trial and error, which is only natural. Our mouths start working, but not intelligently. Uh, the eye may see a cat, and we start goo-goo, ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. I guess that represents cat. I don't know. But it's funny that only the mother can interpret that. She will lay there for hours, and Daddy will come around. Aunts and uncles and cousins, brothers and sisters. Did you hear the ba-ba-ba? It means cat. Did the rest of you understand that? Or maybe she was just humoring us. No, no. I can't say nothing about mothers. A lot of us, uh, our moms work day and night to feed us, clothe us, and keep us warm and dry. I salute you, mothers of, of the world. Now, since we're gooing and kind of, we start laughing uncontrollably, for any reason we're alive. We need to take infant babies into the audiences of these stand-up comics. What a relief. Some of these comics just out here on left field. They work themselves to death, and adults only use humor and pity to clap, but not, not the infants. They'll laugh all night long, and the comics, they'll be so filled up with pride. That's another story, too. So anyway, here we are doing and seeing. Our arms and legs begin to beat the air. It's time for us to do something, but you know what? We don't know what to do. All right, it's not long. And that, that terrifying time comes. Walking, 
That's right. We have to crawl. We have to get on there all fours. Begin to make crawling steps. And then we start to crawl. And we like it because we're not going to fall. We may run into a table. Some other or brother or sister may throw a baseball at us, but we're not going to fall until that one day. When no one's looking, we crawl and we stand up to something. It don't matter what it is as long as it don't move. And then mom and daddy, they hit the roof. Look, oh, little Johnny is holding to the bed. Or, oh, look, little Johnny. Uh, look, mom and daddy, he's holding to the car. And it moving. No, no, no. Okay, let's be, keep it simple. Well, we've been that mastered all these things. The walking. Uh, now, we've not mastered the talking yet. But probably with all, you know, estimation. The most uh, word that was ever said was either mama or dada. Eventually, that's mother, father. Or my stupid sister, my stupid brother. You can recognize the team, preteen, uh, all the time. But remember now, we've not reached that controversial time. Okay, after that, you go to kindergarten, grade school, high school, and you get a culture shock. Kindergarten's not so bad, except a few, uh, few of your classmates loving to you know, beat you up, laugh at you and put uh put play-doh in your mouth and pretend it's candy and you agree with them because you don't want to beat up again and you come home uh, like a sick young man or girl but mama she runs to the doctor and says oh marge it's only a case of play-doh overdose well that case solved you're back on the trail to life again you're about seven years old now you enter now with kindergarten under your belt you enter first grade on through the sixth or seventh, and it's nothing but turmoil. Nothing but turmoil. Now, let me say this before we enter into the other. Uh, you get through with, you've survived. You've endeared the earlier grades until you reach junior high. The first step of real development for men and women. Yes, sir. Hair pulling, nose punching, eye blacking. That's junior high. I could say something about the teachers. We won't, though, because they carry a bigger load than we do. Still, it's it's something called puberty. It's a nameless monster that it's like a whiff of poison gas that runs through our homes and cars and clothes. And suddenly, boys and girls wake up one day and say, what is this change? It scares me. There's things going on with my body that terrifies me. Mama! Well, you notice they call, we called mama. No reflection, no reflection toward dad. Anyway, she rushes us back to the doctor who, who they go in a secret place with a room with a nurse and then uh, whispers, whispers, whispers. Then they both grin. They set us back home and give us that talk. What puberty means what it don't mean what to do what not to do here comes more lectures you're in about 12 years now 12 years into your life okay from birth to puberty now grade school over and you're still surviving 
broken arms, broken hearts, broken dreams, but you hold on. You hold firm, my buddies and buddettes. You're beginning to see life for what it is. Turmoil. You didn't when you were in the womb. You didn't from ages of when you were gaga, cuckoo, and this other stuff. You're happy as a lark. And now you started walking, and all of a sudden you started eating, using utensils, utensils to your hands. I guess you're happy with hands. I would have been. A lot of kids come out with stabbed hands. They stab themselves because I guess it hurts. Anyway, with high school out of the way, you get the sheepskin, you get the robe, you get the mortarboard. Time for you to go college. A higher level of torment. You get called Mister and Ma'am and be here, don't be here. Write a 50-page essay by the Mara on why it's their heir. Okay. We failed a couple of times. We hang on. We hold firm. Then suddenly the accusations come from jealous classmates. Uh, they turn, they make lies about us to back the professors. We get called upon uh, the carpet and the, uh, I guess, principal or, or the dean, the dean, the dean of the college. And ask me stupid questions like, Jamie, did you steal my car at night and go down to Sonic? Where were you at? And it's like, in the bed? Can you prove that? Of course, now here comes the point where you need to lie or tell the truth. Actually, you having an affair with his wife. You know, I didn't steal that from Animal House either. We were thinking that before there was an Animal House. But anyway, that's why it's not come situation. No, let's take that back. You're having an affair with the head cheerleader, who is not the principal's uh, girlfriend. All right, there we go. We're safe now. All due respect to John Belushi. Oh, anyway, I'm getting... Yeah. Hold on just for a moment. Come on in. All right. All right. Uh, I have got company coming. Uh, one of my producers, Diane, she's at her shop. And uh, she just comes to play with my cats. I got about eight or ten. So anyway, uh, I was telling you between that time of birth until teenage time, you're going to hit some rough ground in college. I don't care what college she was recruiting you or where you choose to go. You're going to have trouble like you don't believe. And you think this is tough. You're not even into the first step of real life. But you still think it's hard. And you got one option. Quit. Drop out. Sure you won't have any bills. Sure you won't worry about taxes. Sure, you won't worry about a roof over your head either. Wake up. I would say stupid, but you're not. But anyway, it does get tough going. You gotta have patience. You know what? Prior to certain ages, during those formative years, from birth, I'll say the earliest seven maybe, here's the motto concerning those years. We can do anything we wanna do from ages to the birth to seven, the older people around us will say, aren't they? They're just so cute. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that word 
would come out of my mouth so cute and would they get we'd get away with it and nothing's ever said about it they get we get winked at our ribs are being pinched and we continue saying these things we get laughed we don't know it but that's dwindling away as the years go by we get to college we get to our jobs no more isn't that cute it's uh either you stay a good worker or you lose your job you got to pay attention hold firm to your work all of a sudden the years go by and you're growing older okay older i don't care if you're married or not age it has no respect for a person so you're gonna be older eventually you're gonna retire with a brand new set of problems you're gonna have to think about what your health's like can i retire now will i retire will i live all of a sudden things begin though i told you from age nine it didn't matter from nine on up to your retirement you're going to have to suffer responsibility and consequences like you won't believe just for acting dumb and for doing dumb things like for sticking your head into the uh, dryer that's running or sticking your hand into a light socket and said, Mama, will this hurt? You know, after you wake up in the hospital, you'll find out it hurts. All of a sudden, now when those years are over, and life comes around to your bedroom and says, John, or Jimmy, or Sue, it's now in your 60s on down to the 80s. Again, we can do anything in this world we want. There's a certain... You know, a certain uh, standard from birth to nine, anything we want, get life to week that. And from that age on down to 60, 70, or 80, it happens again. We can, we, we're taken by the grandparents or uh, grandkids, neighbors out to a local McDonald's. That's a free plug. And all of a sudden, we mistake ice cream for shaving cream. We put it all over our faces if we're men or women, preferably, and they just, people just laugh. Look at that old man putting ice cream on his face. Isn't he cute? You see it rises again from birth till nine. Aren't you cute? From ages 60 to 90, aren't you cute? The responsibility and consequences is over. I hope that I've made it clear to you that life is not you know, a rowboat and harmony singing and hummingbirds every June. Life is as tough as you want it to be or it's as easy as you want it to be. Thank you for listening. I certainly hope that you remind, help me be, want you to be one of my sponsors. Thank you, Catfish Kenny. Signing off for the next time. Thank you.